Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the MedBullet Step 2 and 3 podcast. In today's episode, we cover the topic of infant food protein-induced proctocolitis, found under the pediatric section at medbullets.com. Let's begin with a clinical snapshot. An infant girl is brought to the pediatrician by her parents due to finding blood in her diaper. This began approximately two to three days prior to presentation and has not happened before. Her stools have become loose and streaked with blood. She is exclusively breastfed every three hours and voids approximately 10 times a day. The mother's diet consists of fish, fruits, vegetables, nuts, and milk. On physical exam, the infant is healthy appearing and cooing. There are no anal fissures and her stool is loose with streaks of blood mixed in. Let's continue with an introduction to infant food protein-induced proctocolitis. Clinically, it is defined as an infant distal colon inflammation secondary to an immune reaction to certain food proteins, which may result in rectal bleeding. In terms of the epidemiology, remember that this is a common cause of rectal bleeding in infants who are breastfed and formula-fed. Demographically, it is almost exclusively seen in infants. Dietary triggers may include cow's milk, soy, and eggs. In terms of the pathogenesis, this is not an IgE-mediated immune reaction to the distal rectum. IgE-mediated immune reactions are seen in classical food allergies, which present with a rapid onset within minutes to hours, and may also present with skin, respiratory, gastrointestinal, and or cardiovascular involvement. Moving on to the presentation, symptoms may include passing of blood-tinged stools and mucus, but are otherwise healthy, and patients may be fussy and have increased frequency of bowel movements, and they may have eczema. On exam, the stools typically are soft and loose, they may have blood specks or streaks within the stool, and they may have mucus. In terms of the differential, make sure to think about anal fissures. Remember that in this case, stools are typically firm with streaks of blood found on the outside. Also think about necrotizing enterocolitis, intussusception, enteric infection, and a Meckel's diverticulum. In terms of the diagnostic criteria, remember that this is a clinical diagnosis based on having an otherwise healthy infant with small amounts of rectal bleeding, and there is confirmation after symptom resolution secondary to removal of the presumed food antigen. In terms of treatment, conservative options include modifying the mother's diet. This is indicated in breastfed infants in whom the mother's diet contains the suspected food. For example, eliminating cow's milk from the mother's diet. In terms of the outcomes, breastfed infants typically respond to this maternal dietary modification. Another option is hydrolyzed formula. This is used to replace cow's milk or soy-based formula in formula-fed infants. Complications related to infant food protein-induced proctocolitis may include a persistent food allergy, which is rare, and chronic colitis, which is also rare. And lastly, with regards to prognosis, remember that this is excellent because almost all infants are able to tolerate cow's milk and soy products by the time they become one year of age. Now that we've discussed the major points relating to infant food protein-induced proctocolitis, Let's walk through some questions to apply what we've learned and get a sense of how the topic might be tested. For the first question, consider the following clinical scenario. A four-week-old male presents to the pediatrician with his parents for vomiting. 
the patient is breastfed and typically feeds for 20 to 30 minutes every two hours. His parents report that one week ago, he began vomiting and regurgitating breast milk through his nose after most feedings. His stools over the past week have also become progressively more blood-streaked. His parents report that the patient does not seem to be in any distress when he passes these bloody stools. The patient surpassed his birth weight by two weeks of age, but has fallen one standard deviation on the growth curve since then. On physical exam, the patient is well-appearing. His face and back have evidence of eczema. The patient's abdomen is soft, non-tender, and non-distended. Digital rectal exam reveals a small amount of blood in the rectal vault. Which of the following is the best next step in management? And the answer choices are, choice one, initiate proton pump inhibitor. Choice two, modify the mother's diet. Choice three, obtain abdominal ultrasound. Choice four, provide reassurance. Or choice five, switch to hydrolyzed formula. The best answer to this question is, choice two, modify the mother's diet. This infant presents with vomiting, bloody stools, and poor weight gain, which suggests a diagnosis of milk protein allergy. The best next step in management is modification of the mother's diet to eliminate cow's milk and soy. Milk protein allergy is the most common food allergy in children and presents with vomiting, bloody stools, and poor weight gain or failure to thrive. In an infant that is breastfed, the best next step in management is elimination of cow's milk and soy from the mother's diet. In an infant who is formula-fed, the appropriate next step would be switching to either an extensively hydrolyzed or amino acid-based infant formula. Let's also discuss why the other choices are incorrect. Choice 1. Initiating a proton pump inhibitor would be appropriate in patients with refractory gastroesophageal reflux disease, which presents with regurgitation or vomiting and severe symptoms of feeding aversion or failure to thrive. Because this patient presents with bloody stools, he is more likely to have a milk protein allergy. Choice two, obtaining an abdominal ultrasound would help evaluate for pyloric stenosis, which presents in infants between three to six months of age with non-bilious projectile vomiting. Pyloric stenosis usually does not cause bloody stools. Choice three, Providing reassurance would not be appropriate for an infant presenting with bloody stools and evidence of poor weight gain. The cause of his blood streak stools should be investigated to ensure this patient is getting the nutrition he needs. Choice 5. Switching to a hydrolyzed formula would be appropriate if this patient were formula-fed, but it is not necessary to discontinue breastfeeding if the mother is willing to modify her diet to exclude cow's milk and soy. Finally, a bullet summary. The best initial step in management for a milk protein allergy for a breastfed infant is modification of the mother's diet to eliminate cow's milk and soy. For the second question, consider the following clinical scenario. A six-week-old female presents with her parents to the pediatrician for blood streak diapers. The patient is breastfed every two to three hours and voids 10 to 12 times daily. Her mother reports that the patient previously had several soft stools per day that ranged in color from mustard yellow to dark green. Over the past two days, the patient's stools have become looser and streaked with blood. The patient has also regurgitated several of her feedings in the last few days. Her mother reports that neither the regurgitation nor bloody stools have seemed to bother the patient. 
the patient's weight continues to trend along the 50th percentile. The patient's temperature is 98.4 degrees Fahrenheit, or 36.9 degrees Celsius. Blood pressure is 66 over 51. Pulse is 127 beats per minute, and respirations are 26 breaths per minute. On physical exam, the patient appears well-nourished and is cooing. Her abdomen is soft and non-tender. Physical exam reveals eczema. Which of the following is the most likely etiology of this patient's presentation? And the answer choices are, choice one, congenital enzyme deficiency. Choice two, hypertrophy of sphincter muscle. Choice three, non-IgE-mediated immunologic reaction. Choice four, passage of gastric contents into the esophagus. Or choice five, telescoping of the intestine. The best answer to this question is, choice three, non-IgE-mediated immunologic reaction. This patient presents with new regurgitation, blood streak stools, and eczema, which is consistent with a proctocolitis secondary to milk protein allergy. This type of delayed onset milk protein allergy is a non-IgE-mediated immunologic reaction. Allergy to cow's milk is the most common food allergy in children and encompasses both IgE-mediated and non-IgE-mediated reactions. IgE-mediated reactions occur minutes to hours after ingestion of the allergen and range from mild symptoms to anaphylaxis. Milk protein-induced enterocolitis and proctocolitis are non-IgE-mediated reactions that present by six months of life with regurgitation or vomiting and bloody stools. Management of milk protein-induced enterocolitis and proctocolitis involves elimination of cow's milk and soy from the mother's diet if the infant is breastfed, or switching to a hydrolyzed formula if the infant is formula-fed. Let's also discuss why the other choices are incorrect. Choice 1. Congenital enzyme deficiency describes lactose intolerance, in which there is an absence of lactase activity in the small intestine. Lactose intolerance classically presents with abdominal pain, bloating, flatulence, and diarrhea. Choice 3. Hypertrophy of sphincter muscle describes the pathogenesis of pyloric stenosis, which presents in patients between 3 and 6 weeks of age with non-bilious projectile vomiting. Pyloric stenosis would not present with blood streak stools. Choice 4. Passage of gastric contents into the esophagus describes gastroesophageal reflux, which may present with regurgitation or vomiting, but would not cause blood streak stools. Choice 5. Telescoping of the intestine describes intussusception, which presents with sudden onset, severe, crampy, abdominal pain with non-bilious vomiting and current jelly stools. Intussusception is rare before three months of age and presents with intermittent episodes of severe pain, which this patient's mother is not describing. Finally, a bullet summary. Milk protein allergy presents in infants between two to eight weeks of age with regurgitation or vomiting, blood streak stools, and eczema, and management involves elimination of cow's milk and soy from the infant's diet. That's all for this review about infant food protein-induced proctocolitis. We hope that was helpful. This is the MedBullets Step 2 and 3 podcast, a daily audio review session for MedBullets, the free learning and collaboration community for medical student education. As a reminder, you can follow along with these podcast episodes by reviewing the topics directly on medbullets.com. 
you can listen to these episodes on the MedBullets website or phone app while reading through the topic. If the MedBullets podcast has been valuable to you, we'd be thrilled if you consider leaving us a five-star rating and writing us a review on Apple Podcasts. It will help us spread the word and increase our discoverability tremendously. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you all tomorrow, right here, on the MedBullets Step 2 and 3 podcast.